You can recall a time growing up that you challenged your parents by questioning their authority. Or if you're a parent here today, I bet you can easily recall the last time your children challenged you on something. Maybe it was even coming here to Mass today. As I raised and watched my children grow, seeing them become more and more aware of their surroundings, I'd see them grappling with how they were supposed to interact at home, in school, at church, and now as young adults, in the workplace, in the community. As they became more aware of being an individual, children began to reach out on their own, to make decisions where before they might have just waited until mom and dad or someone told them what to do. They begin at a point in growing up that they start to challenge rules and authority and really struggle with what is freedom? What is the freedom that I have and what can I do with that freedom? part of growing up that we realize that we have choice. To choose between affecting people and our surroundings in a selfless way or a selfish way. This is one of the characteristics that is wholly ours. We can choose to do what we are told by our parents or reject it. We can choose to obey laws of the community or break them. We can choose to be thoughtful to our spouse, knowing that we have committed our lives to them or reject their dignity. We have a powerful tool that is given to us by God. Choice. Because our ability to love or to hate is based on choice, and we cannot truly love someone unless it is my choice. It can't be forced. The Lord's love for us is given freely, and we can choose to accept it, or we can choose to reject it. Today, we hear a recounting of Jesus' response to being challenged by the Pharisees and the chief priests in the temple. You see, the The reading just prior to this, leading up to what we heard today, speaks about the Pharisees challenging the authority of Jesus. Who are you to have authority over what we would say? Like children questioning a parent. They hear the truths coming out of Jesus' mouth and what he's saying, and yet they they have a draw to rebel against it. The evil of pride is enticing them to believe that they are the authority. And here comes this man, Jesus, who comes and threatens their position, their control. What is the one thing they truly have in their control? And it is choice. The Jewish leaders hear truths in what is being said, but because it asks them to recognize who has authority, who is in charge, who is that? They choose to reject Jesus. And so Jesus recounts this parable of the vineyard. The vineyard is described in great detail and paints a picture of a place that's been given all that it needs to do what it's intended to do. That is, produce fruit for the landowner. Much like a home rooted in God. A church like ours rooted in faith. Now, the Jewish leaders are led into a trap of their own making. 
because of their blinding pride. Jesus asks them, what would you do to the tenants who have been given charge to produce fruit for the landowner? And choose not to do so. And not only that, but are also wanting the inheritance of the vineyard for themselves and willing to take innocent lives in doing so. The Pharisees have understood this. They've heard this truth. They heard the truth in the first reading we hear today from Isaiah. They've taught that about the vineyard. And here, Jesus with authority is teaching them what they cannot hear because of the blindness and the deafness in their pride. But they respond adamantly. They're convicted. What would you do? I'd throw them out, the Pharisees say. And give the vineyard and the responsibility to produce fruit to someone who will do that job. Well, let's be clear again. They're scholars of the law. They know the truth that's right before them. And it's amazing how pride can be so blinding. They're blinded by their pride. And Jesus makes this abundantly clear to them when he points out in his statement, recounting Psalm 118 that we hear, the stone rejected by the builders has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. What could possibly be wonderful in our eyes about that rejection which was clearly happening by the leaders of the Jewish community that day? It foretells of Jesus' resurrection. He will die at the hands of man in order to be resurrected and conquer death once and for all. Yesterday, you may be aware that it was the feast of Our Lady of the Rosary. And you may also recall Father pointing out that this month is the month dedicated to the Rosary. How fitting that our mother called us to pray with this powerful weapon against the devil. The one who spreads errors and hatred. The one who fights Mary at every turn as she calls her children to stay focused on her son. Today we see what choices humans can do. When given freedom and authority that is rooted in hatred of each other, rooted in denial of for children who bitterly fight each other as we see in Israel and Palestine. I woke up yesterday morning and had to account in my mind for that in the homily I'm giving today. War has been declared by Israel on Hamas due to bombings in Israel yesterday morning. Peace that the Lord brought is still elusive to us. And our mother reminds us yesterday on the feast of her rosary and reminds us again today to keep our eyes on her son. Keep our eyes on him through our devotion to him in the mass as we're doing here today. In the sacraments. In prayer. Most especially through praying the rosary. We need to stop during this week, if we can, and consider our choice that is always before us. We can choose to do what we want and focus on our needs and desires, or we can choose to tend the vineyard of the Lord and pray.
pray for peace with sincerity and faith. That he hears us in our pleading for people who are all the way on the opposite side of the world. How do we fight hatred, anger, despair, just injustice? We want to grab something and fight. I get that. As a man, I get that. I feel like, my gosh, I want to defend somebody. Who are we going to defend? Who is going to be the one side that we fight on? They're all God's people. And yet we're called to do something. And what Mary calls us to do is to fight the fight that's before us. And that is against the devil. Pray the rosary. Pray for the conversion of souls. And a recommitment of our own faith to the one who has true authority in our lives. Jesus Christ. He wants us to come to him and tend to these very things. As we hear in our second reading from St. Paul to the Philippians, have no anxiety at all, but in everything by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, like we're doing at Mass here today, make your requests known to God. Then, St. Paul says, then the peace of God, the peace of God, that's beyond all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We look at what we're seeing in the world and we think how is it possible for peace to come it's beyond our understanding but we're called today to a point of choice to choose or reject this love that God gave us through his only son out of love for what we can be what we were created to be truly his children Children who are called out in today's gospel to tend his vineyard and produce fruit for the landlord, God the Father. Jesus is the way to bring fruitfulness in this world, in our families, and in our community. And we can choose this way through love of him. So may our prayers this week be offered not only in this Mass, but in the faith we take in Christ who loves us 